Sixth floor. Did that really happen? Department. What is your earliest childhood memory? Is the image indistinct and fuzzy around the edges, or is it so vivid you can see it clearly? Either way, do you trust that it really happened the way you remember? I've sometimes wondered about my own first memory. I'd confirm it with my folks, but they've been gone for a quarter century. That's the thing about losing your last parent. They're your official early life historians. Once they're gone, those early memories have nowhere to go but slowly toward the fog. I'm Jeff Hoyt. This is Hoytus Interruptus. Now, I'm from South Bend, Indiana, a town named after its location on the south bend of the St. Joseph River, where 17th century fur traders portaged overland between the St. Joe and the Kankakee. That path they followed is now a busy arterial, Portage Avenue. My earliest fuzzy memory is of standing on a bridge, watching a train roll past right under my feet. I guess my dad must have taken me up there to watch. I think. That's why fuzzy memories are called <laughs> fuzzy. My earliest vivid memory is from when I was four, playing in the yard with my three-year-old neighbor, Denny Reiner, and taking his hand to go in search of that bridge and that train. That was back when moms weren't watching your every move. From my perspective, this grand quest took at least 18 hours and covered probably 30 miles. But somehow, some way, we eventually found ourselves on Portage, standing at the top of a trail next to the bridge. Danny and I slowly bushwhacked our way down through the weeds to the tracks to wait for the next train to rumble by. Back at home, our moms were in a panic. We were missing, and a frantic search was on. The police were called. Our descriptions even wound up on the radio. At some point later, I remember looking up and spotting about 20 police cars with blinking lights on the bridge above us. Then my dad got out of one of them, scrambled down the embankment, and scooped us up. All I remember after that is not being allowed out of the house for about a year. But did it really happen? My parents never talked about it as I grew up. Maybe they were still horrified and embarrassed that I was allowed to slip away like that. I'll never know. A few years after they died, I called an old family friend who was still alive and had lived in South Bend all his life. Surely he'd know about this story, but he was in his late 80s at that point. Couldn't really recall that I had gotten lost, but he was pretty sure that no trains ever ran under any bridges along Portage Avenue. So I figured, well, he would know, and I let it go. I wondered if I'd just dreamt the whole thing. Five years ago, I was back in South Bend visiting family and went back to the old neighborhood. I drove along the only route that I figured Denny and I could have walked to get to Portage and found the one bridge a train could have fit beneath. But it was just tall weeds and junk down there, no hint of a track. There was a little trail at the end of the bridge, so I figured, why not go for a little stroll? I picked my way to the bottom, past several abandoned tires and an old refrigerator, and there, beneath all manner of vegetation, I found a set of very rusty, long-neglected railroad tracks. I looked up to the bridge and could almost see my dad getting out of that police car. Then the kicker. 
My mother's baby book, which I thought had been lost in a move some 40 years ago, turned up in a box in our crawl space recently. It's full of details about my first steps, first words, birthday parties, and Christmas mornings. On the very last page, the final entry reads, At about four years old, Jeff and Dennis Reiner, a neighborhood friend, wandered away and were gone for three hours before they were finally found several blocks from home on their way to see the railroad tracks. We had to call the police to help us look for them. It was a very frightening experience, and Jeff was spanked and kept in the house for a week. So, except for how far we walked, how long we were gone, the number of police cars on the bridge, and the length of my post-walkabout incarceration, I pretty much got it right. I guess even the most vivid of early childhood memories comes with a generous helping of fuzz. From an island in the upper left-hand corner of the lower 48... That's Hoytus Interruptus. I'm Jeff Hoyt. Hey!